In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. <coughs> the Gospel this morning tells us uh, the events of the first few years of our Lord Jesus Christ's life, and we see how sort of very soon after He was born in Bethlehem, He was forced to travel to Egypt to escape Herod, and after Herod's death, He eventually came back and settled in Nazareth. A few weeks ago, we talked about how St. Mary uh, had this amazing quality uh, that she had this humility that we talked about despite the concept that she was, you know, the mother of God. She deferred to St. Joseph for many decisions. So she had humility despite her status as someone special. So today I want to take the opportunity to talk about St. Joseph a little bit. Really, more than just talk about St. Joseph the person, I want to talk about specifically one attribute that St. Joseph had that I would hope we could try to grasp for ourselves. If we look closely at the reading today, we see that St. Joseph was warned in a dream to leave Bethlehem, then told he could come back to Israel, then warned to go to Nazareth. So the thing about St. Joseph that I want us to meditate on is his ability to listen to God and to obey Him. If I were to sort of ask you guys, take a survey and say, do you want to hear from God? All of you, I think, would say yes. But many of us struggle with this concept. We struggle with two parts of it. One, we struggle with hearing Him at all. I don't know what God wants from me. The second part, maybe I know what God wants from me, but I struggle with doing what He wants once I hear it. So we'll start with the first part, hearing the Word of God, hearing the voice of God. You might say to me, you know, Abuna, the Gospel today is not about how to hear God's voice. Angels are appearing to Joseph in a dream. If God were this clear with me, I'd listen to Him too. But I think some of us, we have an issue with selective listening. Those of us who are married or those of us who have uh, children who are a little bit older, we are understanding and familiar with the phenomenon of selective listening. At one moment, someone can hear the quietest little whisper, and at another moment, it's the same person, they're completely deaf. A parent could ask for their kids' attention, give detailed instructions, and then a minute later, their son or their daughter are going to say, Huh? What did you say? The problem typically is not hearing. Most people's ability to actually hear and discern the words are just fine. The problem is listening. We almost always hear, but we don't always listen. So it's very important to listen, and even more important to listen to God. Think about first man, Adam, and his wife Eve. They received a message from God. It says in the book of Genesis, Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to tend and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Adam and Eve also received another message from another person. It says in the, in the book of Genesis, Then the serpent said to the woman, You will surely not die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Adam and Eve heard both of these messages. But which one of them did they listen to? Which one of the messages did they listen to? And what was the result of listening to this message, or not listening to the message? If you look at, for example, the feast or the occasion of the transfiguration, God is emphasizing the idea to listen and to hear God. 
St. Peter, St. James, St. John, they were given this clear message. Our Lord Jesus Christ is revealing Himself in His divine glory, and His garments turn very white, and His face is shining like the sun. And the two of the greatest prophets of Israel, Moses and Elijah, are appearing to talk with our Lord Jesus Christ. And then a voice comes and says what? This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear Him. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear Him. This message is the same for us today. There are many, many reasons that listening to God is important. First, Scripture tells us that faith comes by hearing. St. Paul says, so then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So if I want to have faith in God, I need to hear His Word to increase my faith. Secondly, we live by the Word of God. When Adam and Eve did not listen to God in the Garden of Eden, the consequence was death. Death not as a punishment, but as a natural consequence of separation from their Creator. After our Lord Jesus Christ fasted in the wilderness for 40 days, he was tempted by the devil to turn stones into bread. But he responded differently than Adam and Eve. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Third, the more we listen to God's voice, the wiser we become. As we listen to God, through the prophets of the Old Testament, through Christ Himself, through the apostles, through the church fathers, through the saints, His words change us and shape us. His words dissolve our misconceptions, our worldviews. His truth destroys the lies that we may have within us, exposing our prejudices, exposing our injustices. God's word sharpens our conscience. St. Paul says in Hebrews, For the word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Listening, finally, in listening, God provides us healing. If you look at some of the times when our Lord Jesus Christ healed people, if you read the passages carefully, it says, however, the report went out concerning him all the more, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. And again, in the Gospel of St. Luke, it says, And he came down with them and stood on a level place with a crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon who came to hear him and be healed of their diseases. So we see in both of these passages that healing the sick was accompanied by hearing God's word. They were together. Healing and hearing were together. You know, at the end of Lent, we usually pray the unction of the sick. When we do that, what do we do? We read seven passages from the Gospels, and we read seven passages from other sections of the New Testament before we begin anointing the people. It's as if the church is telling us that healing and hearing the Word of God are connected. The importance of listening is demonstrated in the liturgy. The liturgy of the Word has many readings that culminate with the Gospel reading and the sermon, showing us that this comes first, before the liturgy of the Eucharist, before the faithful receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Communion, the medicine of immortality, our healing, first we hear the Word of God. Our Lord Jesus Christ Himself actually had a lot to say about hearing and listening. Many, many times He said, He who has ears to hear, 
let him hear. Another passage in the Gospel, it says, Jesus answered and said to them, Go and tell John the things you have seen and heard, that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor have the Gospel preached to them. And blessed is he who is not offended because of me. And another time when a woman raised her voice and said, Blessed the womb that bore you and the breasts which nursed you. How did Christ respond? He said, More than that, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. In the Gospel of St. John, he says, Most assuredly I say to you, the hour is coming and now is, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. Those who hear will live. Later on in the Gospel of St. John, he says, He who is of God hears God's words. Therefore, you do not hear because you are not of God. There are many examples of our Lord Jesus Christ emphasizing the importance of hearing God's word. God is constantly sending us messages, warning signals to avoid danger, warning signals to avoid disaster that is in front of us. But are we listening to Him? Or are we too busy listening to other voices? We should remember the famous example of the prophet Elijah, the one who actually was appearing with Christ in the transfiguration that I mentioned earlier. Elijah also, fa Elijah also fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and God told him to go on to the mountain of Horeb. And he said, Go and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. This is where God was, in the calm, in the quiet. If we listen to God, He has all sorts of wonderful messages for us. Not just alarms and warnings about danger, but words of hope in times of exhaustion. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Words for us when we're sort of fearful or in turmoil. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Words for us when we're in times of despair. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Words for us when we are overwhelmed with guilt. Your sins are forgiven, and go and sin no more. Words for us when we are confused about the direction that we should take. Our Lord Jesus Christ says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And he says again, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. But the second part of this, that we get reminded in the epistle of St. James says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and once again forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. So this is the second part that Joseph did as well. When he heard the word of God, he did something about it. He listened. He obeyed. Our Lord Jesus Christ warns us about this. He says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, 
done many wonders in your name. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. He says later when he talks about the parable of being built on the rock, he says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken them to a wise man who built his house on the rock. He who hears these sayings of mine and does them. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house and did not fall, for it was found on the rock. Christianity is not a complicated thing. The commands of Christ are not difficult for us to understand once we hear them. Christ tells us, for example, to love our enemies, to pray for them. He tells us to forgive. He tells us to turn the other cheek. So the message this morning is to keep God's word alive and present in my life constantly so I can be reminded of it, so I can be reminded of it at all times and to pray to God to give us the grace to be obedient to the word of God as St. Joseph was obedient and obeyed the voice of God in his life. May God give us those ears to hear and a heart to obey and glory be to God forever and ever. Amen. Amen.